I thought that I was making it up. I was like, ain't no way. Monkey's off my back and daddy's home. I don't really know why I said that. It kind of just came out of me. It just felt right. Daddy's home. Uh, Iggy had a stellar weekend. The monkey's off my back and daddy's home. Just so you know. Big Papa Jimmy. Yeah, that's me. I'm Big Papa. Give, give me a walkthrough of your days once you were out of the tournament. You know, I it's tough. I, I think in doubles, I went five and one. I just felt like I did almost everything I could do. And it's weird because like in Atlanta, it was like, dang, I didn't play that good and we lost. And I was upset. But this time I had done everything that I felt like I could do kind of, and we lost. And I just felt like, dang, Hayden Patrick win. I kept thinking about Hayden because Hayden, I did this, you know, we did this recap reel and then I get like no comments. Nobody's paying attention to like on Instagram, right? Chanel does this like recap. <laughs> I've got no comments. My team didn't make it out of pool play. Nobody cares about what I'm posting because we just lost. And I see one comment from Hayden Patrick when you played great, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we have Adam Stone on the pod again. Well, sh should I say we have James Ignatowicz on the pod or should I you think so. <laughs> That was actually a part of the discussion. I, I was talking to, uh, I think the editor, like Colin, he was like, just let's just have Adam introduce everybody. I'll just be the guy. I'm like the guest on my own show. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's a special dynamic. Not many people can be the guest on their own show. I think it works great. I know. I'm playing the right. You're on the left. This is your show. I'm <laughs> my show. I'll set you up. All like that. Uh, well, we got we had a lot of pickleball this last uh, this last week, James. So uh, let's let's just start with nationals because it's fresh on the mind, and we're going to touch on MLP as well and get a little recap on that. Um, but man, USA national championships, first time at Brookhaven Country Club in Dallas, moving from Indian Wells. A uh, different venue, no question. Uh, same high-end pickleball. And a few interesting situations with uh, some of the format and also some some rules things that that playing in and nationals. And I, I want to get your thoughts on that, James. Uh, do you know anything about the player committee seeding the draw? No, I don't know anything about that. I... Well, that well, 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 that was new. And uh, I don't I don't know how many people are on that committee or who specifically is on it, but talk about cleaning up the PPA seating, and that's a way to do it. I know this has been a big topic of conversation and issue for some of the draws on the PPA tour. What do you think about having your peers, a selected group of peers, being the ones to make the draws, and do they know better than maybe some other powers that be? Yeah, I think it's good. I think. Um... I think the seeding matters a lot. I mean, if you're, you know, I think I've had times where I was the eight seed or the three seed and it changes everything. Like, I think it matters. Um, I think the players usually do know. I think um, I would like to know who's on the committee. Like if it's, if it's somebody like me on the committee, maybe not. Right. But like, so, <laughs> you know, good temperament, educated on the stuff. Like maybe, you know, if it's Ben and Jesse, I think that's, I had heard something like that. Like Ben and Jesse are on the committee or something like that. Um, I'd be inclined to trust them or at least, you know, somebody who knows, I think, uh, 
It's tough. I, I think the PPA point system, though, is like, I think generally those rankings are pretty good. I don't really see an issue with those rankings. I don't know why we would go away from those. I, I think I think mostly the gripe has been like sample size and how the tenured PPA players, uh, it's basically impossible to overcome them from a point situation if you're kind of an up-and-comer. Uh, so that's that's kind of the general beef that I've heard mostly from it. But let's be clear, the draws are a huge deal. Everyone's good now. Who you play even leading into the round of 16 and quarters uh, is a big factor, not just semifinals uh, and beyond. So I like this uh, from a player perspective. I think players have a great idea of the talent of who's coming up and where they slot in maybe more so uh, than, than some of the committees or, or the powers that be that I said that are probably going more from a veteran uh, uh, situation. So I think this could be good. And, and I would like to know the specifics and how many people, as long as there's just a couple checks and balances. So one player isn't really just making the draws. I think it's a, it's, it's great. Yeah, I think so too. I actually didn't know that that was going on. Um, which I guess is a little weird. I mean, maybe they sent out an email and I just didn't see it, but I feel like I should, the players should know. Was Am I like the only guy that didn't know? Like do other? Well, I, I, I didn't know until I sat in my commentary chair. Well, I, I didn't know either. And I, I, I'm supposed to know the rules of the event as well with my job. So uh, they kind of snuck that one under the radar, but the more I heard about it, the more I liked it. And uh, of course, probably the biggest factor in, in everything at nationals was the new progressive draw where we are starting Wednesday. We are playing one match, two out of three, if it's singles, three out of five, if it's gender or mixed doubles. Uh, and the progression was singles mixed and then gender. What do you think about that format and how do you feel? Cause I think overall we have slightly more positive than negative. Oh gosh. I know I'm concerned. I, I didn't like it. I uh, I'm concerned because Everybody else liked it a lot. At least, like a lot of the people that I've that I've spoken to liked it a lot. I didn't. Um, I'm not really one to complain. If they change it to the progressive draw, I'd be fine. And like, also, nobody really cares what I like. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, James doesn't like it. We're gonna do change it. No, so it's fine. But I think my main issue with it was I would get there at like ten anyways because I'd play mixed at twelve. Then I'd play men's at like five thirty. So I'm there from 10 a.m. to like, you know, I start men's at 5.30. I'm done at like 7, 7.30. So I'm there all day. And if I'm there all day, then I might as well just bang out all my matches. Like I'm there for eight hours, nine hours. I play two matches and then I do that for six straight days or five straight days. Like that's more, it's just more time spent out there than it is if I just play, you know, everything Friday, everything Saturday, and maybe you're playing on Sunday. So I like that better. I like banging it out. And um, I think it's it's not like it's harder for me as a player. I mean, I did well. You know, I think men's and mix both went well for me. I had fun. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. I had a tough time sleeping. You know, one of the nights, I'm, me and Tyler are done at like literally 1030. We, we were done with our match against Rafa and Connor, which we can get into later because that was a crazy match. But I just had a tough time. I think... It's a lot of pickleball. I mean, right now my brain is not even really working. Like, I, I don't even know what time it is. Is it like four? It could be 10 a.m. right now. I, I, I just, I feel like I'm waking up from a dream, like a pickleball-induced haze of of 10 days straight, of MLP, split age, uh, men's doubles. It's just, I don't know. 
uh, I'm in a tough spot right now. So it is what it is. We'll see. We'll see what they do. But I mean, it's it's been a lot of pickleball. So for that reason, one of those, uh, you know, one of the things I did was I pulled out of Daytona. I think I just need a break. But I, I just went on a huge tangent about being burnt out. So we can just move on. And that's that's exactly what I wanted. That is the exact answer that I was looking for. And I mean, it, and it really is. And we we had the MLP and then the Nationals, and there was two days off in between. But your biggest event was those days uh, with Altoff and uh, some mix, some 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 pro split age. So you you really have not had a break. And so we have a PPA this very next weekend upcoming. Uh, you said it's in Daytona, kind of in your backyard uh who, who'd you have for that tournament and uh that you had to break the news to well I had Gabe Tardio and Anna and okay, gotcha. uh, for Gabe Tardio it was tough because it was a you know he's a great player and I really felt for him that I had to break the news to him that like hey you know I can't play it's a week before the event and I think the worst part of that was the only player who was available to take my spot was Jada Billiers and uh <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I'm sorry, you got to play with Jay. <laughs> it's, just a, it's a step down. I mean, if it is, it is, James. It's a step down. <laughs> Jay, Jay actually is playing really well. Jay played really well at MLP, so, you know, whatever. But um, so it's actually not that bad. I don't feel too bad. Gabe gets to play with Jay. He's a really good player. Um, but, yeah, I think I had to kind of pull out. I think it's it's just not easy to play all that pickleball, um, especially towards the end of the year. I think one of my strategies next year, if I'll have the option to do so, will be maybe front load a little more, you know, maybe a lot of lot, lot more tournaments in the cold weather, like January, February. And then towards the end of the year, I might taper off a little bit. Um, I don't know, because I think right now I feel a little burnt out. I think it's uh, it's tough. It's just a lot of a lot of high stakes dinking. It's high stakes. You know, you hit that drop. You know, it's a lot of your hands are shaking and then you got to wake up and go do it again. It's just, I don't know. I think I want it too bad. You know, like a guy like Ben, JW, maybe they could do the tournaments every weekend because they don't really look like their heart rate's going any higher than mm -hmm. they're sitting there eating a sandwich. But me, I am, it's a lot. There's a lot of cortisol. It's a, there's a lot of intensity and I just, I, I need time to just, to take a break from that. So another tangent. Now we're two for two. Oh, this is, yeah, two for two. I I, I really, honestly, I just hope they keep coming. But th th this is good. This is good insight, James. I mean, this, and this is kind of how I felt a bit when I was playing. You have these damn guys that it looks like they're just having a, a walk through the park. They're not, they're not mentally frazzled. They're hardly sweating. They're whatever. Hardly sweating on us. God, it's just, it's just not it. And, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving it all out there just to compete and be in the mix. And, you know, that takes a lot. It takes more out of some players than others. So uh, I, I hear you. And you know what, James, I know you want it. I can see it in your eye. I can see that glimmer and I know you want it. So, uh, you know, that's admirable in my opinion. Uh, so did, did you think uh, we, we, we've kind of talked about that that progressive uh, just kind of how it's scheduled out. Did you think it affected you any possible way, positive or neg negative from a strategic standpoint? I think that's, um, you know what? I think that that would have, if I had made use of the time, I just didn't. Like, just I, did I don't it. even yeah. think it's good that there's the option. Um, I think that it definitely helps some players. You've got an entire night, you can watch on live, 
the match of the people that you're going to play the next day. Like it's, it's a huge advantage strategically if you want it. Um, but we didn't play any teams that we weren't familiar with. Right. Like in the semis, we played J-Dub in Georgia. We've played that team 10 times. Man and Lee, we've played them 10 times. Um, so I think I watched a little bit of film, but mostly I was just, I would get off the court. Like, you know, me and Tyler were done at 1030 the night before we played the Johns. And I just went straight to Shake Shack. I didn't really, <laughs> I was like, I just need food. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and well, let, let, let's touch on that. That was, that was a hell of a match. I believe it was in the round of 16. It was on the grandstand court. You were playing Connor and Rafa. Actually, the main championship court had stopped the stream for the night. I believe you guys started around 8.30 or so, and it was it, it was a battle. It was a battle. So uh, uh, five games, and you said you ended at 10.30, and sometimes the only thing that's open is, is Shake Shack. So uh, tell me a little bit about that match and maybe some of the, the issues with finishing so late. Yeah, I mean, Rafa played some of the best that I've ever seen him play. Uh, we all know Rafa can go way up, maybe, maybe some, some streakiness, but he was consistent the entire time and he made a lot of balls. It wasn't like he was just, you know, pulling off these crazy shots. Like he was dinking well, he was getting to the kitchen really well, uh, he countered pretty well, although I got a couple good, uh, good full bag speed ups on him, <laughs> uh, but I, you know, he played really well and his hands are good and, and everything, um, everything was good for him that match. I mean, we barely squeaked it out, uh, uh, and let me move down my chart here. Okay, so we have we also have at Nationals, we had three out of five for all rounds of doubles. How do you feel about that with the Franklin X40? And possibly how do you feel about that with the, the DuraFast 40 and how are they different? Yeah, I think I think three out of five for every round is a lot. Um, I think there's different variations you could do with this. Like maybe you know, the first two rounds are two out of three. And then you play the first two rounds on the same day, something like that. So then you take a day off of the schedule. Then once you get to the quarters, it's three out of five. Um, there's a lot of different ways you could experiment with this. I think that's the thing that I thought of. I was like, okay, maybe we should try that. Um, and then I think as far as Franklin's are concerned, I think I think Franklin's are the, are the way to go. Um, I just think the rallies are more fun. The ball is softer. And that's kind of what we all have been talking about, which is that men's doubles, the rallies are way too long and it's not necessarily fun for viewers because the counters are so hard. It doesn't really make sense to speed up off of anything that's not like a really bad dink. And if you want to see where men's doubles is going, you watch the top of the game and the better and better men's doubles gets. You look at J-Dub and Dylan versus Ben and Colin, those rallies are really long and it's not fun. And Fed and Pablo too are starting to play pretty dang similar. Exactly. And I think that the best, I think the only ways, you know, as people get better and the soft games improve, the rallies are going to get longer because what's going to improve at a higher rate guys, hand speeds and power or their soft game. I think their soft game is where the most room to improve is like how much faster are my hands going to get? How much heavier are they going to get? Maybe a little, but the soft game is going to get better. So the rallies are going to be really long and it's not going to be fun. And I think with Duras and with the paddles that are getting hotter and hotter and hotter, it's just, it's not a recipe for fun stuff because as a paddle gets hotter, as we've talked about, the speed up doesn't get that much better. The counter does. I've already said all this. So I think the only way to really fix this is to switch to either Franklin balls or something softer. Maybe Dura can make a softer ball. Nothing, nothing crazy. It doesn't have to be a radical shift. I think where Franklin's are at right now is actually good. 
Um, because when I was playing men's doubles, I was like, okay, this is a little more fun. Like I can speed up some more balls. Like the firefights are longer, you know, with a softer ball, there's longer firefights, but not necessarily longer dink rallies. So I think that's something the women's game doesn't need it though. I mean, maybe, I mean, this is crazy. This kind of just came to my head. So maybe don't quote me on this, but like, what if men use a slightly softer ball? right? Like in the NBA, men use bigger basketballs or something like that. There's, there's little variations here. Like I think in softball, women, don't women use like metal bats or something and men use wooden bats. I, I don't know. There's always little changes. I, I don't know. But I mean, there's a lot of things we can do is what I'm saying. So that's all. <laughs> no, with it. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. Wow, and, uh, Sorry, Adam. I'm just going off today. No, this is this is perfect. This is perfect. Uh, no, I, and and I I think that there's I think people need to understand that what has happened in like three years of pickleball is is seriously like twenty or twenty five years at the beginning of other sports. So like new rules, little hiccups. You know, maybe a governing body doesn't do this. The paddles are having some ish. I think we just need to all just put it in perspective and things are moving along pretty nicely and pretty well, given everything. It can't be perfect with this accelerated growth. And that's just, that's my one tangent for, uh, for the video right there. Uh, okay. So no, that's, that's good stuff about nationals. Uh, I mean, it's a special event. It just is. It's got a lot of history in the short amount of the sport. So, uh, yeah, it's. It, 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 I enjoyed my time there and enjoyed my time in the booth. And, and I think the pro experience at Nationals is pretty legit. So uh, we also had an MLP Dallas uh, right before Nationals. You want to do one quick thing on Nationals. Okay, please, please. I've got a new favorite singles player. Oh, okay. Jaume Martinez V. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't really watch men's singles, but I watch some of it. And uh, I don't really watch singles in general, but when I do, it's Jaume Martinez. Babe. That's all. Uh, no. And I mean, I, I said it on the broadcast. I was like, I, I want to hang out with him. I, <laughs> I want to, I want to have an adult beverage and I want to hang out with Jaume. I loved his interviews. He seems just so uh, like sincere and, and genuine and uh, having, having, that fun on court and being able to play like he does. I am a fan as well. And I could not concur anymore. Mr. Ignatovich uh, yeah. love, love that guy. And, and I expect him to continue to have results too. He, he I mean, he is freaking lightning quick, lightning quick. It's insane. And he, yeah, he's a great guy. And he's also like, I mean, to be, what is he? Five, five at that size. He's yeah. like covering the net. It's impressive. I've seen him beat. I've had him. I mean, would he beat Christian? I've seen him beat Federico. Like he's had, he's had some crazy wins. He beat Tyson. Um, and he's electric too. Like he kind of plays to the crowd. He's fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he's a showman. Yeah. We 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 need showmen. The more showmen, the better. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. No, that's that that's a great comment. I'm glad you squeezed that in because uh, I'm expecting more from him, and I, I think he's going to be a fan favorite moving forward for sure. Uh, all right, we got to talk a little bit about this MLP Dallas. I know the Dallas Pickleball Club did not have their best showing, ended up one and two in pool play, not able to advance. You did win, uh, your team did win eight more points than you lost, though. So that's that's a positive. I just wanted to throw that in there. Okay, so first match, uh, you guys played uh, the Utah Black Diamonds and you lost three two in a tiebreaker. Tell me a little bit about it as you did win both of your doubles matches, James. 
you know, it's tough. I, uh, like we had a match point mix. I think we had two match points in mixed, um, Callie and Jay against AJ and Anna Lee. And I think Callie had a foot fault on one of our match points on a, so tough. Like, and that would have won us the match. So I don't know. I mean, we won both our men's, I think, or sorry, I won both my matches. Um, men's was not super competitive. I think it was like 21, 14, 21, 15, uh, 21, 14 and your mixed was 21, 12, James. There you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So not, not, I mean, I played pretty well. I didn't, I don't think I did anything crazy. I think I just made balls. I attacked at the right times. Um, AJ's tough to attack, but I think I had a little more success against AJ than um, maybe he's used to having people have success on him. I think I, you know, I did some off pace stuff. I did, uh, I think I'm doing a little bit better with that. Just like mixing in like full bag, then off pace, you know, across the body, just kind of getting smarter. I think that's just kind of a, a natural progression. You know, the more tournaments you play, the more you play, you just figure stuff out. And especially with attacking. So I think, I think Jay played really well too. Jay's counters are a lot better. Um, recently with that paddle, I think he's, his drops are still great. Um, I think they returned to Jay like half the time and they hit Jay in transition, like maybe more than me, which is a mistake. Every Poor strategy. Poor strategy for Thomas and AJ. My goodness. I'm saying every time I saw that, like even in transition, like any odd number shot, you know, fifths, elevens, <laughs> that's gotta go to me. And and I'm there, I'm like, this is amazing. I, mean, I just run up to the kitchen. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to pretend to crash so that I don't have to hit a seventh. (laughs) You know, it's better for me to crash off of like a shoulder high ball that AJ's hitting than it is for me to try to dig it out and transition. Um, Actually, no. I mean, with the power air, my transition game in my thirds, I don't know if you noticed, it's been a little better. It's been better. It's not great, but I think it's, I'm definitely getting better in that area. And I, I'm, you know, I've been super self-aware about how I'm not that great in that area, but I think that I made a lot more than I think the, it's not just with the Franklins, like even at MLP, like I was making a lot more thirds. Um, so, you know, I think I'm like a five Oh now in training. Yeah. Yeah. Up, um, yeah. You're, 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 lo- you're lower level pro status at thirds and fifths. Now you, you were, you were amateur status and maybe you've moved up a step. Uh, and I actually, James, I actually called that match and I remember it was a Callie breaking the plane with her foot on the Ernie attempt in an insanely tight match at the end of the match. And I know that's, that's super uh, tough and you guys ended up losing in the dream breaker, but then you just completely redeemed yourself, uh, sweeping Miami four to zero in the second round, which that is a very solid team. So the four zero sweep is pretty dang legit. How did that one go? Oh man, it, it was great because I felt like it was between me and Johnny Goldberg the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I uh, me and Johnny got into a little bit of a discussion during the match. I uh, Johnny is actually in my fantasy league. His team is, I think, one and seven. Oh God, Johnny! He's got the worst fantasy team by far. It's like everybody, you know, I'm like five and three Anna's five and three whatever people are three and five and then he's one and seven so I made sure he knew that during the match um it was funny actually there was an out call like I called it out it was out but they all challenged it they all thought it was in and Johnny's like saying I hooked and people are going back and forth and I'm like Johnny I don't want to hear it 
your fantasy team is one and seven. I don't respect you as a leader. <laughs> How are you going to run this team when you can't run a fantasy team in an 18 league? I mean, fantasy sports and GM of an of MLP team, not much different, James. Not much different. Just saying. I don't see much of a difference. And that was my main uh, issue with, with Johnny as, as, uh, as that match went on. But no, same thing. Uh, men's wasn't that competitive. Um, I think, you know, I mean, maybe they just made a couple more more errors than they're used to. I think we came out on top of the firefights. Um, I think and this th- this is Fed and Tyson, by the way. I just want to let everyone know. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. So Fed and Tyson. I mean, they're they're really consistent. They're really solid, and uh, they made a couple errors. I think we didn't do anything special. I think when things got fast, we did well. I think Jay surprised them with how well that he did when things got fast um and i think they tried to you know they tried to attack jay maybe target jay but but jay was coming on top in hands battles also so that was something that maybe a lot of people weren't ready for this weekend that weekend that happened so he he played really well there and um i think i i went i attacked tyson with a lot of success um and uh it's tough though because i mean we're both, we had to switch to the power air. Like, I think he might not have been super dialed in with that paddle. Um, I was getting good looks. I think, I think fed maybe hit some dinks higher than he usually does. Like I was getting good looks. So I, I don't, I don't think it's like necessarily Titans Tyson's fault. Like, I think we just, I don't really know. I, it was weird. Um, and then mixed, we also, I don't even remember that mixed match. I actually don't. You won twenty. You won. You won twenty one nineteen. We'll just we can just move on from there. But no, and 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 no, and I think that's a, a good point. I mean, you Fed could be giving you nothing, and you're creating offense against Tyson, or Fed could kind of be serving up some higher dinks that put Tyson in a bad spot, and that's like pretty hard to distinguish. It, it's I mean, it's only just an inch or two, or just a couple dinks higher. Uh, so that that. It's it's important to note that that the difference between those two, you lighting up Tyson and Fed giving you stuff to work with, is only a couple inches on a handful of dinks. So yeah. uh, I don't want to blame uh, you, but I think I was getting some I was getting some good looks. And yeah, you're getting some good looks, sure, sure. Uh, okay, and then and then moving on, uh, you guys played the Brooklyn Aces with your third match of pool play. That is Tyler Loon, Hayden Patrick Quinn, Andrea Coop, and Catherine Parento. And unfortunately, you guys lost three one. Uh, you ended up winning uh, men's again. So you won 21-14 in all three men's matches. And we and we touched on it. Uh, we, did a, we did a pod at the venue, and I had been on court with Jay the night before. So I think I was right because it, it was a little more life off of his paddle in that practice session. And I think that carried over to the tournament. Uh, but, yeah, so how do you – how are you feeling when – you don't make it through pool play and you have Saturday and Sunday to continue. Do you, do you practice those days? Do you go sit in a dark room by yourself? Do you come to the venue? Get, give, give me a walkthrough of your days. Once you were out of the tournament, you know, I, it's tough. I, I think in doubles, I went five and one. I, I just, felt like I did almost everything I could do. And it's weird because like in Atlanta, it was like, dang, I didn't play that good and we lost. And I was upset, but this time I had done everything that I felt like I could do kind of, and we lost. And I just felt like, dang, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. Hayden Patrick, when I kept thinking about Hayden, cause Hayden, I did this, you know, we did this recap reel 
And then I get like no comments. Nobody's paying attention to like on Instagram, right? Chanel does this like recap. <laughs> I've got no comments. My team didn't make it out of pool play. Nobody cares about what I'm posting because we just lost. And I see one comment from Hayden Patrick when you played great, buddy. <laughs> Perfect. Big H, man. What a champion right there. Well done. You played great, buddy, he says. And he played great in his mix. I mean, him and him and Andrea beat Jay and Callie, and he played really well there. Andrea played a lot better than I'm accustomed to seeing her play. And uh, that was tough. So, yeah, the rest of that day, I tried to eat a lot of food. I played online poker. That's a good way to just, just make oh. disappear. So what, what we played, do we jump in some cash games, a couple tourneys? T tourneys, tourneys, cash. Cash games, just one, two. Gotcha, nice. Wait, so, one, two, are you a one table? Are you a one table guy? Six. Two tables, that a boy, that well, a boy. It, if it's two, five, I'll play one. Okay. And if it's one, two, and I'm just trying to waste time and I'm just in a bad mood, I'll just go two tables. Um, back in my day, I mean, I was known to do like three tables, like five, 10 cent, you know, just like, five cent ten cent like just i don't know i'm just trying to waste time basically when i play yeah, if you're yeah sure sure because if because if you were playing under four tables you are the mark at the table i promise you yeah so uh that's that, that, that that's what you need to know about that <laughs> uh well james i mean we broke down both tournaments you went on i believe four full-on tangents in one episode i mean i think i think we've accomplished what we need to right here yeah, that was great. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think you guys should expect like that level of tangents from me coming forward. I don't know. My brain is still kind of these progressive draws are still kind of like I'm still in a haze. Yeah, progressive, progressive draw haze. That's that's a real thing. It's a real thing. It is. I feel like I'm waking up from a dream. kind of. Yeah, well, maybe maybe you'll wake up from that dream next week when we get back together and chat a little more pickle. Until then, James. Get yourself situated and get yourself some rest. And uh, so you're ready to rock when you need to be. All right. Okay. Thank you, Adam.